Hebrews chapter 11. I love this chapter so much. It's the Hall of Fame of Faith. And it's just ordinary people trusting an extraordinary God. And thank the Lord for that we are all just ordinary people, sinners saved by grace, just vessels of mercy, vessels of clay, full of God's Spirit. And God can use us in a mighty way. And I hope you'll never forget that. I want to preach tonight on Enoch and, uh, and, uh, and entitle it, A Faith for Tough Times. A faith for tough times. Verse 5 and 6. Verse 5 and 6, Hebrews chapter 11. The Bible says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and, and was not found because God had translated him. Now listen, for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's pray and ask God to use this message tonight. I got a couple of more texts, and uh, I'll uh, turn to uh, Genesis chapter 5 in just a moment, and also Jude, verse 14 and 15. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you for that wonderful psalm. And Lord, thank you for Brother Cody. Lord, as he's got it by himself tonight, I pray God you'd help him as he uh, directs the broadcast out by way of uh, Facebook and YouTube. And I pray, God, that you just uh, uh, bless that, Lord, with no interference. And, God, that you just uh, use Brother Cody back there. And, Lord, I thank you, dear God, Brother Randy coming in, leading, singing. Miss Rebecca and Jason and the beautiful song. God, we just thank you. We can worship you, Lord. I long for the time that this uh, sanctuary is full again on Sunday night. And, Lord, I just pray, dear God, that you would... Um, Blessed. Thank you for those that went out and ministered to some of the children this afternoon. I pray that you'll bless them for their extra effort and God their carefulness to take the word of God to these precious children that we miss so much. So Lord, give us faith. And Lord, give us faith in times like these. Lord, we need more faith. And Lord, I pray that this message will encourage us to live by faith. In this pandemic, I pray dear God for a staying of this very soon. And God, that we can be back together very soon. We'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, the Bible says that in the last days there'll be perilous times. And I believe, friend, that a lot of times we look around and we think there is no hope. But there is a great hope, and that hope is that our blessed hope is going to be soon. And the Lord's going to come, and he's going to rapture us out of here. This would be a good time for the rapture right here. Matter of fact, this uh, sanctuary looks like the rapture's already taken place, and we four or five have been left behind. But I know that's not true. I know I'm saved, and I know these folks are saved. But I want you to know, friend, God has a plan for your life, and it's fulfilled and released through faith. Uh, a wife finally brought a lost husband to church, and she was all excited about it, and the pastor preached out of Genesis chapter 5. That's where I want you to turn to, uh, verse 21 through 24, Genesis chapter 5 verse 21 through 24, and she was so disappointed because she said, I just don't see how there's any gospel uh, in, in Genesis chapter 5. And her husband uh, listened very intently, and, um, uh, you know, he was, he was very atten attentive to the message uh, on this, uh, this message from, from this chapter that she thought would not be a good chapter to reach her, her husband. And, um, and then he became a Christian, and he got converted through this, through this uh, night of, of, of worship. And he said the scripture reading from Genesis, there was one phrase that repeated over and over again. 
and he died. And he died. And, she, and he said, the reality of death struck me, and I realized that I needed a Savior. So God can use any scripture, and God can use this scripture, especially tonight, to convict you that if you're not ready, if you're not saved by the grace of God, you ought to get saved right where you're listening this very moment. But Genesis chapter 5, verse 21 says, And Enoch lived six and five, 60 and five years and begot Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Wow. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And Methuselah lived 100, uh, 180 and seven years and begot Lamech. And then Methuselah lived after he begot Lamech even 700 years, two years, and begot. And all the days of Methuselah was 969 years, and he died. 969 years, and the reason that I believe he's the longest uh, recorded life in the Bible because his, his name means, and after this, the judgment. And God was sparing, and God was merciful for the flood to come, uh, and he said he would not send that flood until Methuselah died, and it was 969 years. That's the grace and mercy of God. But I want you to notice Enoch's life for a second as he lived in the days right before Noah that he walked with God and he was not. You've heard of an astronaut. Well, he was a was not. He did not die. He was translated to heaven. And this reminds me of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 52, one of the uh, favorite passages in the Bible. It says, In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall raise incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Boy, the rapture is going to take place soon, I believe with all my heart. But meanwhile, we need to live in this wicked world in these last days as Enoch lived by faith. And I want to explain to you how he lived by faith. Enoch walked with God and he kept his life pure during the most difficult times in history. Genesis chapter 6 and verse 5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination and thoughts of the heart's was only evil continually. And look how bad it was. And it, and it says, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. But look down in verse 8. It says, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Folks, it was a time of ungodliness. It was a time of wickedness. It was a time of uh, corrupt violence and breaking God's heart. That He, he wished he hadn't even... Uh, uh, created man. And then Jude chapter, uh, uh, there's only one chapter, Jude verse 14 and 15, the Bible says that Enoch was a preacher and he preached this. And Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of these things. Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that they're ungodly among them and all their ungodly deeds which they had ungodly committed and all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. I won't tell you what Enoch was. He was a man that preached against ungodliness. He was a man that preached against sin. And he lived against sin. And folks, Jesus said uh, in the last days, in Matthew chapter 24, as in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. 
And so, folks, as the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And, folks, we're in a wicked day, worldwide pandemic, but we're in a worldwide uh, epidemic of sin and, 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 and selfishness and, and uh, cults. And, folks, here's some spiritual resources for tough days. Here's the spiritual resources for these last days. Number one, he believed God. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. The Bible says it very clearly that he had this testimony. It says, it says in verse 5, he had this testimony that, that he pleased God. And then look at verse 6, but without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so folks, listen, he did not walk with God uh, for 65 years of his life, but he must have got saved and praise the Lord, he began to walk by faith. And he began to walk uh, uh, for the glory of God. And uh, he had a birth of a child uh, that uh, maybe God used that. But I want to tell you something. Faith does not come by, by um, uh, the uh, presence of, of some miracle or something. But faith cometh by the word and by hearing the word of God. And there must have been a special message to Enoch. A message that related to him somehow. And 969 years uh, Methuselah lived, and then God sent the judgment of this world, and Noah was the only one in his family spared. And so, folks, he, he believed God. He just believed God. He believed the warnings from God. I love 1 John chapter 2, verse 28, about the rapture, and I believe the rapture can take place any minute. There's no prophecy that needs to be fulfilled for the rapture. I believe every prophecy has been fulfilled for the rapture. But in 1 John chapter 2, and verse 28, listen to this. The Bible says, And now little children, abide in him, as childlike faith, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. And you know that, uh, it says, and you know that he is righteous. You know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. And then in verse 1 of chapter 3, Behold, what matter of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God, Therefore the world knew us not, but because he knew because it knew him, him not. Beloved, listen to this. Now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And verse three is the challenge. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. So thank God, first of all we see that, that uh, Enoch believed God. He just believed God's word. He believed God enough to walk with God. And then second of all, he walked with God. In Genesis chapter 5, verse 22, the Bible says that he walked with God. What a blessing that would be, to walk with God. And it's a blessing that you can have today. You can walk with God. Verse 22 says, And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah. Real faith leads to faithfulness. Let me repeat that. Real faith leads to faithfulness. Don't tell me you believe God and you don't obey God. It's a spiritual birth that ought to lead to a spiritual growth. And the New Testament epistles, the Christian walk is emphasized. That we walk. That we walk. Uh, folks, we walk by the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16. We walk in love. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2. And Ephesians chapter, uh, or 1 John 1, 7 says, We walk in the light, as he's in the light, have fellowship one with another. A walk begins with a step of faith. 
We must trust the Lord as our personal Savior. A, li a walk requires life. Corpses don't walk. We walk after, uh, and walking demands strength and, and, and the ability to stand. Before you can walk, you must stand. And walking means you're free and able to move in God's spirit. And so, folks, what fellowship has light with darkness? And, folks, how can two men walk together unless they agree? So God, God and Enoch agreed. And, folks, we're going to walk with God. We must realize that every day is a divine appointment to meet him in the Bible, to meet him in prayer. Hey, folks, to obey his word and agree with him, without a doubt, Enoch was a separated man, but not just separated from the world. He loved God, and he loved God by faith. And it's a perfect description of, 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 of the Christian life is a walk with God. And then the third of all, and I'll be very brief tonight, uh, he pleased God. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, by faith Enoch, when translated, he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before the translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And then verse 6, one of my favorite verses, it's impossible to please God except by faith. And coming to him, that's prayer, believing that he is. We face uh, daily three possibilities for motivation. We can please God, we can please ourselves, or we can live to please others. And folks, I want to tell you something. God's called us to please God. Jesus had this testimony. John chapter 8, verse 29, I always do those things that, that are pleasing to him. Talking about God. What a blessing that is. A lot of people have a mistaken idea that God is uh, difficult to please. He is not difficult to please. Number one, he loves us. Number two, he knows us. Number two, he wants to, uh, are the very best for our life. And then praise God, he enables us to walk with him. He gives us his spirit. And then, you know, he's patient with us. You know, when we fall down, the Lord picks us up. Uh, when we go astray, the shepherd comes and gets us. And so Hebrews 11, 6 suggests that, first of all, the step towards pleasing God is that we seek him, that we seek him. It says, it's for it's impossible to please him, for the, he that cometh to God, cometh to God, must believe that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, folks, seeking means that you, you, you work at it. You're disciplined. The Christian life takes more discipline than the lost life. You can just go with the flow if you're lost. But to seek God means you desire him with all your heart. You love him with all your heart. Uh, nothing matters outside the will of God. God is, and his will is what you long for. I love Psalms 42 where it says we ought to be like a, a heart that panteth after a water brook. We ought to be thirsty for God. You ever been real thirsty for God and you wanted a drink of water and the doctor wouldn't let you for uh, surgery? Well, the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God, when I shall come and appear before God. Oh, folks, listen. We need to seek Him and we need to search for Him and we need to live for Him. And we, in these last days, we need to walk with God. We need to walk with God. We need to have faith in God. We need to have such faith that we're faithful and that we never uh, uh, are found uh, just um, uh, in and out, up and down, but we're faithful. We're predictable. We're consistent 
in God's Word. We're, we're, we're faithful to read our Bible every day, and we're, we're faithful to uh, uh, take His Word and obey it and apply it. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 that um, if we'll seek Him, uh, you'll find Him. When you seek Him with all your heart, I will be found. God wants to be found. God wants you to walk with Him. He wants you to enjoy Him. He wants you to be like Him. And He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. If you want the blessings of life, the blessings of God, you must live by faith and live to please God and invest your life in eternal things. Not walk by sight, but walk by faith. I'm sure that if Andy had walked by sight, he'd been totally disappointed. And he would have been totally uh, disenchanted with this world. He'd been, he'd been so depressed, he wouldn't have walked with God. But he was successful because he meditated on God day and night. And he walked with God. And he was planted by God. And he pleased God. And then fourthly, we see this. Um, he, he, he went to be with God. Now here's the exciting part of this whole text. And, and uh, the Bible says that he was a was not. And Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, tells us that uh, he was translated. He was translated. I almost uh, titled this message, Do You Have the Right Translation? And folks, I want to tell you something. Your life began with a translation. In Colossians uh, chapter 1, turn there with me in verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 and uh, verse 13. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. In verse 13, the Bible says, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. The miracle of translation. Translation is a Greek word which means deported. Uh, it's, it, it comes from the root word that means deported as a prisoner from war uh, to another land. Uh, for instance, the Babylonians took the Jews and folks, they were set free from that bondage. And so folks were transferred from Satan's dominion to the kingdom of Christ. We're translated from the Satan's uh, dominion to the kingdom of love and the kingdom of light. And so friend, listen, I want you to know uh, when you got saved, you got translated. You became a citizen of heaven. Faith in Christ makes us a citizen of heaven. Makes us more than that, makes us joint heirs with Jesus. Uh, joint heirs with the king of glory, the king of kings. And so, folks, believers think they're free, but we're free. We're free in the will of God. We're free uh, as we walk with God. We're free from letting this old corrupt world bring us down, and get us disillusioned, get us depressed, get us so uh, down and out that we don't serve God. Folks, we're free to live a victorious Christian life in these last days, in these last days. Um, Enoch was translated. What a great picture that is of what's going to take place um, at the rapture. Turn with you, please, in closing. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and I want you to look at uh, verse 13 through 18. A lot of times I read this by the graveside after a funeral. And I preach a lot of funerals since I've been in Dalton. It says, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if you believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, 
that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or precede them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we which are alive and remain, this ought to get you excited, shall be caught up. That's where we get the word rapture. Caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Folks, Enoch's translation is a beautiful picture of what's going to happen to us when we hear the trump of God sound. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we're going to be among the missing. General Electric has, has um, done a lot of research. They must have been bored on that day when they started doing this. But a blinking of an eye, they said, was one ten thousandth of a second. You can blink your eye that quick. And I want you to understand this, folks is that uh, you're not going to have time to get right with God. You're not going to get time to get things right with others that you have a grudge against or a grudge is holding you. Uh, you need to walk with God every day as if it's your last. And you need to walk with God in victory and peace and joy. You need to walk in His presence. You need to draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to you. And the devil will be resisted. And so, folks, we walk with God. The rapture takes place. and We're going to be among the missing. There'll be no adjust, big adjustments when we get to home because we've been walking with God. And folks, it's important to note that Enoch didn't uh, go uh, uh, because he uh, walked with God. He went because he believed God. And it was hit by faith that, that he walked by the Lord and with the Lord. And so let me close this message tonight as we looked at Enoch's life. You know, we need to realize that the Lord took him, and I don't believe Enoch knew exactly that, that that day that he was going to be caught up in such a dramatic way. But folks, I believe this with all my heart, that when we get raptured up, it'll be in a twinkling of an eye, and we ought to walk with God with daily expectations. We ought to walk with him knowing that, you know, this could be the day. This could be the day. So therefore, we ought to... Uh, uh, face him not ashamed, but with confidence, not with tears, but with triumph. And we ought to face the Lord saying, I walked with God. I pleased God rather than myself. And I lived by faith. And what's the results of that? First John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. I love these, these two verses. The Bible says this, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Oh, friend, let me tell you this. I believe we're in the very last days. I believe that even this pandemic, this malignant disease, uh, this uh, virus going around the world, and, and, it, and it's rampant, and it's still taking uh, so many people. In Brazil, they can't even find the land to bury the people. They showed a, a picture of as a helicopter went over and there was just thousands, it looked like, at least hundreds of, uh, of uh, and acres and acres of, of graves dug by each, by each other. And folks, there were, there were so many deaths in Brazil uh, this, this past week that they can't find places to bury them. Now, folks, I'm going to tell you something. These Brazilians need the Lord. That's why we support missionaries that are going to Brazil. And folks, people are dying. And God wants us in these last days to
to be, have this testimony. Here's the testimony we ought to have, that we please God. And we please God by faith. And we walked with God, and we were, we were raptured up and into his presence in a twinkling of an eye. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the message. Use it for your glory. Thank you, dear Lord, for an opportunity to preach. It's hard to preach uh, to an empty sanctuary, but Lord, we preach unto you. And we thank God for the privilege of walking with you. Lord, over 50 years I've been saved. And uh, Lord, I thank you, God, for every day. I thank you for peace that passes understanding. I thank you for joy in the midst of sorrow. I thank you, dear God, for your presence in the valley. I thank you, dear God, that you walk with me and talk with me through your Holy Spirit and your word, through all life's trials and tribulations. Lord, I thank you, dear God, for your presence. And God, I thank you that we can enjoy your presence, the earnest of heaven before we get there, the down payment of heaven before we even get there is the Holy Spirit. And God, through the Holy Spirit, we can walk in love and walk in light and walk, Lord, in fellowship with you because the blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin. Lord, I pray if there's one that's not walking with you, they don't spend time in the Bible, they don't pray, they don't listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, they don't have the joy of your, of your presence in their life, the fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore, God, I pray the day that realize in these tough times how much they need to live by faith, to love by faith, to walk by faith, and to continue by faith. And so, Lord, please use this message to encourage us that in these very last days, before the trump of God sounds, the dead in Christ rise first, and we which are alive and remain is caught up, that God would have this testimony the testimony that Enoch had, that we walked with God. Lord, thank you for this time to preach. and Use this message in hearts. and We'll praise you in Jesus' precious name. With every head bowed, every eye closed at home or wherever you might be, how many say you know you're saved? I'm, I'm talking about do you know for sure if the rapture took place? I said all prophecies have been fulfilled for the rapture to take place. If the rapture took place, would you be among the missing? Or would you stay here and go through the tribulation and then go to hell? I hope not. I hope that you're saved. And we're praying that you will get saved. If you'd like help, please contact us at our church. We'll be glad to show you in the Bible how to be saved. And if you're not sure you're saved, you ought to get 100% assurance of your salvation. And then maybe somebody uh, knows someone in your family or in your home, maybe even in your company or your school that's lost, that's lost. They might get a lot of rewards on awards nights and they might have a lot of accolades on this earth. But listen, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Mark 8, 36. And so we need to be a witness. In these last days, we don't need to fall apart with the world. We need to come apart. And we need to walk with God. And we need to be that testimony of hope, that testimony of love, that testimony of joy, that testimony of faith that we walk with God.